Green with High Performance Podcast, where we share with you the stories, tips, tricks, and strategies of motocross and off-road races, health and fitness experts, and everyone in between who has an inspiring story to share. Hey crew, welcome back to the podcast. I have been slack on these podcasts. My apologies, I've been super busy. I've been revising and recreating all the content in my Race Ready member site, creating a heap more programs, writing programs in True Coach, coaching clients. So I've been super busy. I've used that as a bit of an excuse to not be putting out the podcast. That's all going to change. I'm back onto it. I've got a few really cool guests lined up over the next few weeks and over the Christmas break. So I'm looking forward to bringing you some more consistent content on this podcast. Today though, the reason for this podcast, I thought I would share a little bit of my why, why I do what I do, why I created 100% Strength, why I created the Race Ready online programs. I actually got interviewed myself last week on a podcast on another podcast, uh, which is the first time I've ever done that. I've, I've, I've obviously done this podcast where I interview people. First time I actually got interviewed, which was a really cool experience for me. And it was a great reminder because Tyler, the dude who interviewed me, asked me a few questions about exactly what I just mentioned. Why did I start 100% straight? Why do I do what I do? So it was cool for me to actually reflect because sometimes you will know you get so focused on going forwards, on achieving your goals that you kind of forget how far you've come or you forget why you're actually doing it. So that in itself is a lesson for you. If you're listening to this podcast, that's a really cool tool that I use for myself. Whenever you feel like you're not progressing, whenever you feel like you are getting snowed under or things are too much, always come back to your why. It's a very powerful thing to be deeply connected with your reason why, the reason why you do what you do, whether that's race dirt bikes, training the gym, your business, your occupation, whatever it might be, at the end of the day, at its core, it's life. Like why are we doing this thing called life? Why do we do what we do? The deeper connection you can have with your reason why, then the easier things get, the easier it is to bring motivation. So that's what I do whenever I'm feeling in a slump, and my mentor helps me with this, but I always go back to my reason why, why am I doing what I do, and what am I trying to achieve? What are my goals? Where am I trying to move towards? When you can do that, I find it's very easy to maintain motivation. Most people are lacking motivation because they're lacking clarity. So that's a cool little lesson for you guys if you're listening to this and you're struggling with that. But back to, I guess, to the reason for this podcast was for me to share my why because have this I have shared a fair bit of this in the past over my social media but I'm guessing a fair few of you who listen to this podcast wouldn't have any idea about my story so that's why I thought I would share it on this podcast so I I guess it all started for me doing what I do now I've actually been doing it for four years a bit over now like training people but I think in reality, the journey of me getting 
to where I am now and doing what I do. Well, of course it started when I was born, but everything's led me to here. But what really was a turning point for me was 10 years ago. So toward the end of my racing career, I raced off-road at a pro level nationally, had some pretty good results, definitely didn't reach my true potential, I, I know now. <laughs> but when I got towards, it was around about the age of 30, I suffered some, like a back injury, really bad back pain. It was one of those things that I'm pretty sure probably a lot of us have experienced where I just had a stiff back, had a tight back, and I did nothing about it. I just put up with it for months and months and months. And eventually, I went for a motorbike ride one day and had full back spasm, sciatic nerve pain down my legs, couldn't move. Had to get lifted off my bike. My mates had to help me get changed, lifted into my car, and I was flat, flat out on the floor in our living room for two weeks, couldn't work. So that was initially what led me towards strength training. I'd never really done any strength training before that. I just rode my dirt bike and rode my mountain bike as cardio training. So when I had back pain, like it was like a signal. My body's like, right, mate, you've done you've, you've done this too long. It's time you're gonna have to do something about it. So that led me down the path of discovering strength training. So it wasn't too long after that, my wife and I decided to have a baby to get pregnant. So we thought that would be as you do. You think that's going to be a pretty straightforward process. It certainly wasn't. We couldn't get pregnant for. Two years, it might have even been more. It was a long time anyway, but after about 12 or 18 months of trying, like we could, there was no miscarriages or anything. We just couldn't even get pregnant. So eventually, like I say, after 12 months or so, we went to see a naturopath. We got our blood work taken. She was like a pretty good holistic naturopath. I'd never been to one of them before. I'd never knew anything about nutrition, about health. Anyway, I got my results back. We both got our results back. Mine were very poor. My All my markers of inflammation in my body were very high. Uh, my markers of stress in my body were really high. And the biggest one was my fasting blood sugars. My fasting blood sugars were pre-diabetic. So they were borderline. Like if they had been any higher, I would have been, been prescribed insulin and been called, like they would have told me I was type 2 diabetic. So at the time... I was 70 kilos dripping wet, way under 10% body fat, lean as, fit, super fit. I was winning mountain, like I, I went in a few cross-country mountain bike races at that time and won them, but I was super unhealthy, obviously, little to my knowledge. So this that pretty much coincided at the same time with me actually experiencing a fair bit of anxiety because i stopped racing at that time after my back injury i had a little bit of time off the bike and then i raced for another season and then i stopped racing to like for us to start our family that coincided with me suffering a fair bit of really bad anxiety the now looking back the reason that like i didn't know it at the time but i was suffering an identity crisis like i'd been that guy who raced dirt bikes all my life and then i wasn't and i stopped so who was I? Like, I didn't know who I was. So I had to go on that journey to discover who I truly was at my core. Also, my writing was my medicine. My writing was my meditation. It allowed me to be fully present. It allowed me to deal with any anxiety. I was feeling everything evaporated when I rode. So when I stopped racing, I stopped writing so much. 
So all of those things, the back pain, health issues, being pre-diabetic, anxiety, was all like this cascade of two to three years that just ended up in me feeling fucking broken, essentially, and about to have a kid, thinking, how the fuck am I going to be a dad to this little dude when I'm crippled, I've got anxiety, and I'm unhealthy. So looking back, like Darcy's pregnancy, getting going through those struggles of becoming pregnant with him, like ultimately, if that hadn't happened, if we just had got pregnant straight away, I would never have gone and got my blood test. I would never have gone. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have had a reason to. So if that hadn't happened to me, I would be in a very, very different position than I am right now, sitting here recording this podcast for you, I am quite sure. So that led me to ask myself the question. I'm like, well, why? I'm fit. I'm skinny. I've been active all my life, super active, raced dirt bikes, like always been had an active job, but I'm not healthy. Like why has that happened to me? And did it have to be this way? So that led, that's like I say, that's led me on a journey to discovering why. So I never really had any guidance as coming through the ranks as a junior, as when I was racing. I did go to your like your 24-7 gym. Like I said, when I had back pain, I started seeing people. I went to the 24-7 gym. Then I moved on to like a, a PT. They like they definitely gave me some some good guidance and some forward pro- progress, but I never had a platform to truly immerse me in the knowledge that would change things for me. So that's why I've started 100% strength and my race ready programs because I've been on that journey, I've been through that process, and I feel like this. I truly from the center of my heart, feel like this is my purpose. My purpose on this planet is bigger than myself. Becoming a dad taught me that. It, it made me realize that I think before being a dad, I was a very selfish person. As you would know, if you've raced dirt bikes, like it's a pretty selfish, you, you have to be selfish in some ways to, to succeed in dirt bike racing. So when I became a dad, I realized that there's a lot more to life on this planet than just me racing a dirt bike. So like I say, that's led me down this path to truly ask myself, what is my purpose? So I feel like this is my purpose. So my purpose is to empower people to reach their true potential through the sport of motocross and off-road racing. I like, I truly believe that we can get better with age and what I've learned along my journey is it's actually quite simple. Like I'm stronger, I'm healthier, and I'm happier now at the age of 39 than I was at 19 or 29, without a doubt. And it has been, like I say, everything I've done over the last 10 years, but more specifically like the last five to six years after our first son was born, that has allowed me to progress with my strength, with my mobility, with my health, with my mental state. So... I truly believe like when we're happy, when we're healthy and when we're strong, every, everything in life is fun. When you're weak, when you're frail, when you're suffering anxiety or depression, nothing in life is fun. You could go to Dreamworld, you could go to watch 
Nitro Circus or something like that. And you're not going to find it fun because your perceptions are way out of whack. So when we're healthy, when we're happy, when we're strong, everything is more fun. And at the end of the day, that is why we're doing this thing, right? That's why we want to be living life. That's why we ride dirt bikes. That's why we race. That's why we do what we do is to have fun. So all our programs that I've created, the programs my my general pop clients train with me here in the gym and particularly our, our race-ready programs, they're holistic because my goal is to build people up, not tear them down. So like I've said, it is actually possible to improve your longevity and improve your mobility whilst you're getting stronger, whilst you're getting fitter, whilst you're improving your aerobic engine. Those things shouldn't come at a cost to our mobility, to our quality of life or our longevity. And I think that is, quite, unfortunately, that is quite often the case. We, we accept this dogmatic approach that, oh, we're just getting old. Really? Like, my view is we should be getting better. We're getting wiser. We're getting more knowledge. We're getting more skills. We've got more time to invest in ourselves to move forward. Like, we should actually be getting better as we get older, not the socially accepted norm of fucking going backwards. It's just completely wrong. The way our society is geared towards us getting older, it's completely wrong. Moto racing, motocross and off-road, it's the hardest sport on the planet. You guys, any of you listening to this who ride know that. I don't have to convince you of that. So we're putting like extra stress on our body. We're going through life and then we're doing this crazy thing um, of motocross and off-road. So we're compounding that, of the, I guess, the decline of that stress we're putting on our body. So... We need to like invest a little bit in ourselves to make sure we can keep doing it and we can get better with age. So I think like a big part of why I do what I do is to try and break this misconception around strength too. Like I never did strength training when I was racing until the very end, until I had back pain because everyone's like heard that myth that, oh, it gives you arm pump or being you'll you'll get bulky you'll get stiff now that is true to an extent if you train the standard way most people train like freaking bodybuilders they do high volume they train to failure and every movement they do is partial range so when you do that then yeah you're probably going to bulk up and you're probably going to lose range of motion so you're going to get stiff if we flip that around and you actually train to become strong and you actually train full range movements that challenge you and allow you to increase your range of motion and your strength through that full range, your mobility will, will improve. So any of you guys and girls who are listening to this who are a parent, you will know that when kids are born, and this is another massive part of the learning experience I've I've been through since becoming a dad, something that I forgot because I'm 39 now. You don't remember how flexible you are when you're a kid when you're 39. All you remember is how fucking stiff you are. 
So now that I've got two young boys, they are super flexible. They are super bendy. Like they can, I can roll them up into a ball and they're just like rubber. They're literally like Gumby, but they're weak. So they couldn't wrestle 110 kilo 450 around, that's for sure. If they fell off it, they'd probably be fine because they, because they bend, but they're weak. So they can't actually ride it. So I think that's where we go wrong as we become older we go chasing strength. We go chasing aerobic capacity and building a cardio engine. And unfortunately, the traditional method of doing it comes at a cost of our mobility and we slowly get stiffer. I'm not just talking about riding because riding is very, it's, it's obviously active. We're using our body. It's a great thing. Like it's, it's positive. Um, it's positive. It's a positive environment for our body. But it's also lots of partial range. It's also lots of time spent in one, in one, um, I guess, plane of motion. So we tend to become dominated by particular parts of our body or particular ranges of motion. So that's not just on the bike, that's life in general. If you think about sitting in your car driving to work or driving to a race, depending what you do at work. Some people sit all day at work in a machine or at a desk. If you're a tradie, then you're probably ahead of the curve with that. You're going to be more active. But even a tradie, pushing a drill into a wall, nailing a hammer, like hammering a nail, I should say, everything we do is in front of us. So the front of our body tends to become strong. It also becomes tight and the back of our body becomes weak. So we tend to have rounded shoulders. We tend to have rounded backs. If you watch someone ride a dirt bike who's not very mobile, who's not very strong, that's how they ride. They've got a hunched back, they're rounded shoulders. So it's just more of the same. And we get tighter in the front of our body, weaker in the back of our body. What happens? You end up like me when I was 30 and you get back crippling back pain. That's all back pain is. It's weakness. It's tightness, most commonly from the hip flexors, shortening, tilting your pelvis forward, stretches your hamstrings, and tightens them to the point where your body's going to say enough is enough and you have back spasms like I did. If you train correctly, you balance your body symmetrically, front to back, top to bottom, and improve your mobility and being strong through those ranges. Back pain is just like it's not even on your radar. Back pain will not happen. So when you, like I said before, it's, it's kind of, it's not complicated and that's why I'm doing what I do. I'm like, well, if this, if this stuff's so simple, how come I didn't know it? It's because it's a little bit outside of the box. It's a little bit different to what they teach at your 24-7 gym. 24-7 gym, they're just pumping you out. They just, they're, they're judging their workouts by how much you sweated, how many calories you burned. They put your heart rate up on your, on the TV and it's fucking awesome. They just want to flog you. They're cheerleaders, essentially. They're not actually training you to become better. And that's nothing against them. Like, it's still better than nothing. And I know they are trying to help people. So that is a great thing. But my question and my answer, my question is, can we do it better? My answer is yes. And this is how we do it. That's why I've created my program, Race Ready. That's why I do what I do in my gym. 
because I know there is a better way. I've lived it, I've experienced it, I've been through it, I've done it the other way and I ended up in a bad place. I figured out that it's actually pretty simple and I've put that into a system that people can follow wherever you are at, whether you're a beginner, experienced, there's a progressive system there for you to follow to take you towards being pain-free, mobile, strong, having a big aerobic engine. So, so that's my goal with Race Ready is to give you that system. So it makes it simple for you. So you don't end up where I did at 30. At 30, don't forget at 30, I was crippled with back pain. I was suffering from chronic anxiety. I was pre-diabetic. That's not a good place to end up. I don't want anyone else to end up there. And the thing is, you don't have to. It's like I've said before, it's actually really simple to gain the tools, the skills, the knowledge, and the experience to not end up there. So you can be strong, you can be mobile, you can have a big aerobic engine, be healthy, happy, mentally aware. It is actually quite simple. So that's why I do what I do. <laughs> uh, at, at its core, I'll try to keep this as short as possible. I tend to ramble. Uh, if this resonates with you, give it a share or drop us a message. I'm super grateful for you listening. I really appreciate your time invested listening to this. Like I said, drop me a message on Insta. I get tons of messages on there every day, every week, and I reply to every single one of them. If you've got a question about anything, I will answer it on there without a doubt. I promise you that. So... Like I said, I'm super grateful and I will be keeping these up. I've got some really good ones coming up with some, some super cool guests and some special guests over the next few weeks that I'm sure you're going to love. Otherwise, I hope you're well. I hope you're going to have a really good Christmas, a safe Christmas. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay strong. Give it 100% and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ben Greenwood High Performance Podcast. For more information on this podcast episode, please check out the show notes and to check out more of my content, shoot over to my website, www.100percentstrength.com. 100% strength to us means giving 100% effort to any challenge we face whether that's in life, whether that's in the gym, or whether that's out on the track. So you can check out some of our free content online. We've got a blog there. We've also got an email list you can subscribe to to stay up to date with events, tips and tricks on a weekly basis. And I'd really appreciate if you give us a follow on Facebook or Insta too. Until the next episode, give it 100%. Peace out.